0: Hello and welcome to Never Seen It. I'll be your server tonight. My name is Betsy. I've got a shadow with me this evening. This is Trent. He'll be helping me out.
1: Oh, hi, my name's Trent.
0: <laughs> this is a podcast about movies that we haven't seen. So today we're going to watch one that neither of us has watched. We are going all the way back to the
1: year 2022. Wow. <laughs>
0: way, way, way back to you know last year a few months a few months uh we're watching the menu today yeah
1: one we missed
0: we had no slot for it and we were trying to find a place to put it and we just couldn't get it done with all our series and other Mm -hmm. ideas so now we're finally cleaning up this list of 2022 movies we didn't watch yeah one of them anyway this one anyway and we're gonna watch the menu so trent Somehow we've made it this long without seeing it, Mm -hmm. and I think for the most part without having it being spoiled for us. So what do you know about this one?
1: So my understanding is that it's kind of like Glass Onion, where a bunch of rich people get invited, or they get a reservation at this island, and there's going to be this famous chef who is going to serve them. And I guess it is mainly food-related,
0: and the whole thing is, you have to like guess what the theme is. His whole right. his whole
1: shtick is it's a mystery. Right, and the menu isn't just like the title. Of the menu isn't just the food that is going to be served. It is everything. But everything I- that is having to do with this island and this building and this uh whatever it's the entire experience
0: but as i understand it things are not entirely as they appear what but they give you most literally what i know is in the trailers they give you most of the gist of what it is but i think even that doesn't sell this movie the way i understand it from people who were watching it Mm -hmm. it's funny how this didn't really seemed to like catch on immediately in the theater. But once it started streaming, everyone yeah. was talking about it incessantly. Right.
1: we've heard from some people that have seen it and they really, really like it. And I don't really know much else other than that.
0: Well, you know, some of the stars. So who are we going to see in this one? Yeah.
1: I know it's uh, Anya Taylor joy and that other guy from the X-Man Nicholas Holt. Holt. Yes. That's what it was. And um, Ray Fiennes is the chef.
0: Yes. And then uh, the other person I know who's in this is John Leguizamo. Okay. He's one of the other guests in the room. I think most of the guests are people you'll probably remember, like you've seen from other things. But off the top of my head, I'm not recalling
1: any of them. Yeah, I know one of the, uh, like, servers maybe got nominated for something.
0: Hung Chow was nominated for The Whale, but everybody was pretending oh, she got nominated
1: for this instead. That's right.
0: Yeah, this is one of those movies that was getting lots and lots of traction and lots of buzz at the end of the year. Yeah, because it came out in November. And people thought it might squeak in for his Oscar nominations, and mm-hmm. it got bubkiss.
1: Well, for the movie, anyway.
0: Well, the entire movie... Nobody did? ...got no nominations. Oh, okay, okay. This got nothing, Trent. But in any case, I think we have kind of said what we know about it. Genuinely, it's just what's from the trailer because somehow yeah. we've managed to make it this long without having this entire thing spoiled. Yeah,
1: and there's a lot of different parts of it. Like, I understand that it's sort of mystery, but it's sort of violent, but it's, but it's sort a of comedy, but it's a comedy kind of it's a, a satire, maybe a, a dark, satiric comedy. <laughs> yes.
0: So let's go find out. We're going to go watch the menu. We'll be right back. And we're back. Trent, was everything to your satisfaction?
1: Betsy, if this is the flavor of movie that we are going to be in store for over the next, oh, I don't know, five or ten years, where we're going to be taking down the rich and powerful, I'm here for it. (laughs) Serve me up seconds.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I thought uh, for a brief moment that we were actually going to eat the rich.
1: Yeah, like there was a moment I I was was like, "Are we going to go there? Are we going to eat the rich? Yeah, is this going to be some cannibalistic shit here? Because okay, all right, and I'll go there.
0: I'll be honest. This is the second one of these like ultra wealthy takedown movies that we've Mm -hmm. watched, and this one's better.
1: (laughs) The other one being Triangle of Sadness. Triangle of Sadness that, that got nominated for Best Picture last year, and we thought was fine. But I I enjoyed this one much more. Right,
0: it was a little too weird for me. And, and I enjoy a good weird movie, but I need it to have a point.
1: Triangle and of sadness is way too European.
0: Maybe that's the problem. I think that
1: was the issue.
0: Which is really funny because half of this cast is not American. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and
1: this this uh, is very much an American type thing. Like, n- nobody, none of the characters are not American, as far as I can see.
0: Maybe it's just the fact that this one to pardon the pun it cooks it just keeps kinda, moving kinda. If, if we don't waste time it builds quickly there isn't a, like a second
1: subplot of them being nope. on an island
0: no we don't need an act 3 the acts are yeah. literally just the courses you yeah. get the amuse bouche you get the first the second the third the fourth mm-hmm. you get a palate cleanser you get a dessert And the movie is over.
1: And then uh, a supplemental course. Yeah. A cheeseburger. Yes. Because sometimes when you go to a fancy restaurant, you're just not that full.
0: Listen, that is the entire point of this movie and the entire point of this industry is it's all about experience and the genius of the person in charge. Yeah. And There is something to be said about people who know how to cook and create things. I can't do this shit. No. Like, there is something really fascinating about how you can manage to put flavor into foam. Mm -hmm. And, like, (laughs) changing foods into a completely different shape or consistency than they are
1: in nature. Right. There
0: is something to be said about that level of creativity. And
1: it is an art form. We're not here poo-pooing the entire concept.
0: No, but you will be hungry afterwards because the whole thing is about tasting. You are having a taste, a little moment an experience, and then you go and get a cheeseburger. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody who has ever gone to one of these kinds of menus in reality will tell you, yeah, they're not very big portions. It's not about that. It is not about being full. It is about the experience and enjoying the journey. You are just going in blind, the menu is set. You do not get to pick.
1: No substitutions. No
0: substitutions. <laughs> you would fucking hate this. You would not do this, oh, Trent. No. Regardless this, of the price. Re-
1: regardless of the price, we are not these people. It's not just no. me. We are not these fancy people. Literally, tomorrow night, while we are recording this, we are going to the... I don't know about fanciest, but we're going to an establishment. It that is not is, fancy is by ex- this standard. No, it is expensive. It and is we expensive. only go about once a year, twice if we're celebrating something.
0: Right. But it is not something where you are given, this is what's happening. Food is in front of you. Yeah. You will eat it. The end. Right.
1: It is Plated. it you just put down a plate you eat what's there you get another plate a little bit later you get another plate a little bit later and it's all different kinds of fancy things and you may not like it but you need to put it in your face
0: i don't get down with stuff like oysters i don't know that freaks me out like slimy like just swallowing it? Uh, no, I, I'm not into yeah. that. I no, I you're will be not, honest. I've never tried it. Yeah, but the description of it is horrific.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, you're not much for seafood. I am, and, and I'm. I'll be the first to say I am a fussy eater. As they say. Oh, you're putting it so politely for the (laughs) listener. I'm a pain in the ass. You're a pain in the ass. I'm a pain in the ass, as George Carlin would call it, of
0: course. This experience would be your worst nightmare.
1: (laughs) Yes. I mean, besides the $1,250 price tag. That you still have to pay for even though you're going to (laughs) die. No, hey. I mean, he would have charged that anyway. This is his final meal. So the price would have been set anyway.
0: The fact, though, they still have to pay for it is I think ridiculous. That, that is
1: just the greatest coda to this entire thing because they still have to do the go through the motions of slamming their credit cards down to yep. pay for the meal. Yes. <laughs> well, at least he doesn't have to tip.
0: This is true. That's included. Trent. we don't do gratuity. That's it's right. included in the price.
1: Also, you get a gift bag.
0: But you've got so many things going on with this entire movie, where obviously you've got. The high-end dining experience. Yes. The fact he goes on these speeches about how he has excelled in his craft to the degree that the only people who can afford him are assholes who don't appreciate what it is he's doing. Yeah. You've got literally a cult going on in his kitchen. That is a fucking cult. Sure. And he is
1: their cult leader. Right. Down to the fact where all of these people live in a barracks. It's one big room with all the beds very close together and a couple of like raised up toilets right next to each other with no privacy. Yes. Did you see that? It's all very
0: sterile and yeah. clean and confined. Yeah. And there is nothing there for like personal items. You get up in the crack of dawn yeah. after you've been up till 2 a.m. Yes. And there is no such thing as burnout. You
1: live for chef. You that live is for it. chef.
0: And they're on board with this whole plan from the beginning. The fact that he is just like, all right, everyone, we need a big finish. Who's got some ideas? And the sous chef is so proud of what if we all die at the end? (laughs) (laughs) We kill everyone and ourselves.
1: Right.
0: And they're all for it. Yeah. There's a lot of things being taken down. So I don't know how exactly we break this down, but let's just start with the cast.
1: Yeah, so let's start with the people who we already mentioned. We got Ray Fiennes as the chef, who is as... I mean, I think this is a perfect casting, because he is this kind of... Not reserved, but he's kind of tightly wound. He just looks like he could just be ready to explode at a moment's notice.
0: We talked about him at length when we watched In Bruges. He is really good at that kind of contained crazy, but he looks like he could explode any moment. In this movie, I thought he was going to go big. He never did. He is fully contained and in control from beginning to end.
1: Yeah, and I never really thought about it until now when you said that, where you kind of expected him to just go off on people and, like, point them out and say, you're here because of this, and you're here because of this. They're all going to die, so it doesn't really matter if he gets it off his chest or not. They know they're bad people, so (laughs) that's all that really matters. And they're
0: truly terrible, some of these these people at this restaurant some of them yes. some of
1: them (laughs) (laughs) except for well okay let's go through the rest of them so nicholas holt is uh the obsessive uh guy who worships chefs so he is the foodie he is the one that loves this world
0: he wants to be a part of it he is the the dumbass who photographs every single
1: dish even when he's told he's not supposed to but he's a poser he he is like putting it out there, probably on social media, saying that, oh yeah, I like whenever I make my my own dishes, I'm going to take a picture of them. Doesn't matter how it tastes to him. It's all about the presentation of it.
0: I don't think he's cooked a day in his life.
1: He probably has, but it's probably terrible.
0: If he has,
1: it is very, very bad. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah. So he is just, again, obsessive about Chef, about the entire process. And the fact that It's revealed later that he and Chef have been going back and forth for eight months. So I wanted
0: to talk about him in particular. So Nicholas Holt is so good in this movie. (laughs) He is. He is also just generally really good at playing these kind of smarmy assholes. He's finding a little bit of a niche For this type of character, I recently watched all three seasons of The Great on Hulu where he plays Peter the Great. And in the first season, I'm like, this might be one of my favorite television characters ever. He was sending me. He is absolutely the most bonkers character and he is so good in it. So I am kind of riding this wave of Nicholas (laughs) (laughs)
1: Holt. And really the only thing I've seen him in other than this were those couple of X-Men movies? Yeah, where he plays Beast.
0: He was in the X-Men, I guess first class. prequels, whatever you want to yeah, call them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's he's been getting a lot more work recently. He was in that Renfield movie. Yeah. This is kind of the the thing that's happening where he made a lot of projects and they're all coming out at the same time. Sure. So and we had him a, f- a few months ago. we're getting some now. So is
1: he the the star of that show?
0: On The Great. Yeah. He's one of them, yes.
1: Okay. So it just seems to me like he's he's not really going to be a leading man. He's always going to play second fiddle, at least until he can find something that really fits him.
0: I'm just saying, this kind of character, he could make such a career just being I this... I agree. Doing comedy, he's really, really good at this dry, intense Thing, and he's good at turning it on a dime. There are moments in this movie where I was watching him the whole time and he is just enjoying the experience while a guy yeah. just blew
1: his own brains out. Wow, he is taking everything in. He is trying to experience everything, including that because it's all a part of the business. It's all a part of the menu.
0: Right. But up until this point, I figured... That he is just there enjoying it. And he, like the food critic who's there, believes Mm -hmm. that it's all just part of it. And it's not until later that they reveal he has been begging to be let into this place. He's been begging to get a spot. Because they kind of establish it uh, throughout where your investor kept you open in 2020. If you look in his office, he has books that say like reservations 2019. And that's as far as they go. And then you've got this space with 12 people, which if you're thinking about in the context of COVID, it's six feet apart, six tables.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) And I was just observing that, oh, this is actually kind of a brilliant thing that in the age of COVID, you notice, but now that we're a couple of years removed, you don't think about it as much as we were doing a few years ago.
1: Definitely not.
0: But they had COVID restrictions when they filmed this. So anyway, my point on that is they take reservations at a very limited capacity, mm-hmm. but they're by invitation. So he right. had actually reached out to the a few of these people to get them in here. So the food critic was invited. Sure. The couple, they have been there for 11 visits. The older couple. The older couple. They have been their repeat customers. Mm-hmm. But Nicholas Holt has had to beg and beg and beg and and he has
1: to essentially prove himself to chef saying i i know all these things about cooking here's all of my dishes all the pictures that i've ever taken about all my stuff and chef basically talks down to him and says you're really good aren't you you're just the best i'm gonna i'm just gonna give you your own chef uniform and write your little name on it and say cook why don't you cook here's the kitchen we have everything What do you want? We got it. You've got this great palette and you know what you're doing? Come on in. Let's go. Do it. And they're all like hovering over the, over the back of him and staring and saying, what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? And of course he fails miserably. And when he tells him
0: what he really thinks of him, Mm -hmm. he gets right up to his ear and just whispers to him and his eyes are full of tears. This is actually a scene I had been aware of because people have made a meme of this.
1: And I've not seen this.
0: I don't know, you know, it's one of those things in the moment when the movie is really popular, it's trending and people use it a lot, I then guess. it goes away. But yeah, it's just like, you know, we're closer to the year this than the closer oh, you know, to 1990.
1: Revealing, revealing a very sad fact. Yeah,
0: like we're closer to 20, 2040 than 1990 and it's his sure. face crying. <laughs> it's that kind of a thing. All right, all right. But yeah, he tells him what he really thinks, but it's that movie trick where we don't hear it. Right, He says something so cutting and so devastating to him that he takes off his honorary chef's jacket and he hangs himself in the closet. You
1: can see him taking his tie off as he's going to the back. And as soon as I saw him doing that, I knew what was going to happen.
0: But he is just brilliant from the minute he is on screen to that moment where you just believe his little dumbass is so excited yeah. to be there. He is
1: fanboying so hard that it's just, it's kind of sad, to be honest. Well, and the fact that he has to
0: hire a prostitute, because that's what she is. Uh, she, is I, she is someone,
1: she's a an call escort. girl,
0: an escort. She's an escort. They don't really define it. She is a woman who is paid for her services.
1: Paid for her company. Yes. Well, speaking of, let's talk about Anya Taylor Joy, who plays Margot. Or is it Aaron?
0: Or is it something else entirely? We don't really know. Who knows?
1: So, at the beginning of the movie, I just had this feeling that these two don't really belong together because she's got this kind of look about her where she's in the back with the kind of colored hair, smoking a cigarette with her, lack of a better word, hooker boots. (laughs) (laughs) They're they're a little... uh, Mismatched.
0: Mismatched, yes. Let's just say that.
1: And you know what? If you are a couple like that, more power to you. I love to see couples like this where they are kind of mismatched.
0: Some couples that are completely mismatched
1: are perfect for each other. Yes. So... I knew right away there was something off about this, but then again, she was all kind of lovey-dovey on him while they were just kind of getting off the boat. But then slowly it started to piece together for me as they got up to check in. He says his name, or or I guess the the hostess says his name and says a different name for her. And it's like, oh, oh. So you are either going to have a different girl come with you and... You didn't cancel the reservation for her, or it's just not quite clear here. But what is clear is that she was not supposed to be on the menu, as it were.
0: Right. So when we first meet her, I definitely didn't pick up on that vibe right away. Because sometimes you see these movies and these couples where it's like a new relationship. It's early, and she is just way too cool for him, Yeah. but she likes him for reasons. And we, and, didn't, that's and we didn't get that introduction. So you just kind of, your brain fills in that information and right. says, okay, this is just the kind of relationship well, they're in. Well, and
1: he even says, well, you're the only person, you're the only cool person, cool girl to, to say yes or something to that effect. Yeah. But we're talking about going to prom because he never went to prom.
0: Yeah. He's an uber nerd. Yeah. There's lots of pieces in here that are just like a single line of dialogue that tells you so much about yes. these people. Yes, yes. But I didn't pick up on that right away. It wasn't until he literally, the chef pulls her into the kitchen and says, who are you? Right. I know somebody. You're not a
1: Margot. No. I've know. served Margos. (laughs) I know people in the service industry, as he referred to her. Well, you know, he's right. And we'll get to more of that
0: later. And you said at the beginning, I think I'm going to relate to her more than anyone else. Yeah, that's
1: the point. That's kind of the point. Because Bessie and I do come from the service industry. You worked in customer service for fucking 14 years at your last job. Oh, more than that, because it's like that job plus every other job before it. Pretty much. I've worked in uh, two or three call centers. I worked as a bus boy. I worked at Kmart, all that shit. It's not until my current job where I'm, I mean, it's kind of the service industry. It's just more, it's transportation, let's say.
0: Right. Well, and I don't know if. In your customer service jobs, you had to deal with wealthy people.
1: No, you did
0: though. I did. And they, money changes people. They
1: fucking suck.
0: They suck. The The way that I would be talked to sometimes. Yeah. And I would be completely customer service mode and doing the best I could. You were a manager, so you
1: had to sometimes, take the escalation. Right, and I
0: might get it up the food chain. Yeah and they still wouldn't be satisfied and they would go around me they'd mm-hmm. go above me because they insisted and they'd get they get because they know people and they'd get exactly what they wanted there's nothing yeah. more infuriating in this world than mm-hmm. some asshole getting their way yep. when you're just trying to do
1: your job when your decision was overridden by somebody higher oh, than you even f- though fucking you're fucking right
0: yeah so when you're taking this girl to this restaurant where you've got Right away we set up, it's Mm $1,250 per person. Yeah. It's a four and a half hour roughly experience.
1: 12 people, 15 grand for the entire night.
0: The word of the day is exclusivity. Yes. This is a hard to get reservation for a world renowned chef. This is an experience that few people have had. And she calls bullshit, like, the second she gets there. Right. Like, what did she say? We've just reached base camp of Mount Bullshit. Right. <laughs> Immediately, they're being shown around this island uh, by the, I guess, I don't know, she's one of the sous chefs. I don't know what her title she's a was. She's hostess. The hostess. Yeah. She probably has a fancier title than that. She's his number two, though. Whatever. She's there to take care of the guests. And she's giving them this tour. That group does not know how to read a room. This is another sign of how oblivious everybody is. And weirdly, Marco is the only one who's kind of being chill about the whole thing. Everyone else is like cracking stupid jokes like, what if you aged the meat for 153 days? Well, then I guess you die. Yeah, (laughs) shit is
1: going to go all terrible.
0: But yeah, we quickly, you know, she is sitting here watching this food come out or the lack of food. Like yeah. there is humor here, like the bread without the bread. Right. That's fucking hilarious. And the kind of shit that someone would go, oh, my God, he's just brilliant. And I love this. Let's try these for my my very sensitive palate. Yeah. And
1: the chef comes over and asks, why aren't you eating? Well, you said it's not about eating. Yeah. Think, well, you know what I fucking. You mix. told
0: me not to eat.
1: <laughs> and she's just like, but I I don't want this. This is just fucking like butter and oil.
0: And she doesn't eat shit. I don't think she has.
1: She does. She goal. does. Okay, she doesn't for a long time. I no. Uh, the first dish I can see her putting. I remember her putting something in her mouth. The melon thing. Whatever it was. Yeah. When she's on the boat,
0: she eats. Maybe the 1st dish, but after about the second or third, she kind yeah. of is losing interest because yeah. she just thinks it's a bunch of nonsense. It is. It
1: is. Because it is. She's not wrong. But we'll get to, to some more details in a little bit. Um, John Leguizamo was the other person that you had mentioned, and he is playing this, like, kind of washed-up movie, not a star... Because he's just only known for, like, one movie that is mentioned a couple of different times that is apparently terrible. That so offended the chef's right. senses that he yeah. must die. He got, he got one day off in months. He went to go see a movie, which, why the hell would you go and see that movie? But he, it so offended him, like you said, he must die. He ha- he must pay for his crimes <laughs>
0: against humanity. But yeah, he is like a washed up actor. Yeah,
1: he's a big phony. He's, he name drops like yeah. everybody. He, he What did is he say? I'm a
0: name dropping whore or right, something. Right, right.
1: He is trying to like pitch this fucking like show. He's trying to pitch like a diners, drive-ins and dives. But him. But him, him going to fancy restaurants. It's kind of like the trip. Where he just travels around.
0: Except this guy's a schmuck who doesn't know anything yes. about travel or food or, or talking food. to people. Right,
1: And the, the gal that he's with tells him, you can't just say it tastes good. You got to come up with some other stuff here.
0: You have a pitch meeting on Monday. Pitch it to me. What right. have you got? Is this his assistant? That's who I'm assuming yes. this is. yes. And she is literally in the process of quitting <laughs> right like this
1: is my final meal with you. I'm giving back your keys to your house, your cell the the cell phone that you're paying for, and the key to the other place that nobody else knows about that your wife isn't supposed to know right. about
0: yeah. and she's somebody who's like, you know, Ivy League rich girl, right? And who she just
1: got a, has a, a had no
0: problem getting by in life.
1: Who just got another job as some like assistant director on something else?
0: Development. It's some kind of development.
1: Sure, <laughs> that you have no talent for. No. Yeah.
0: So this was the character I had heard they wanted somebody specific for this role, and for the assistant. No, for the uh, for the John Leguizamo character. Okay, for the movie star. For the movie star. And apparently they originally wrote it for Daniel Radcliffe. Which
1: is an interesting choice.
0: But they ultimately, I think, poo-pooed it because it would be too big a distraction. Yeah. Because no matter how far removed Daniel Radcliffe gets from Harry Potter, he's always going to be that guy from Harry Potter. Right.
1: Also would have been another Brit. He
0: would have, yes. <laughs> but he does a good American accent. He does. He would have been good, too. But John Leguizamo It's has, a
1: better fit for a, a, a washed-up actor.
0: Well, he's not a- Okay, nothing against John Leguizamo. He's a great actor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but i am it just fits better.
0: But he has the vibe of this movie, I think, a little bit better. Like, Daniel Radcliffe would be really good in the Nicholas Holt role. he's yeah. He's more that guy. Yeah, yeah. And then some of the other people in this room, one of them is Judith Light, who I had no idea she was in
1: this. And Mo- who is that?
0: She's on. She was on Who's the Boss in the 1980s slash 90s. She's
1: the food critic gal.
0: No, she's the uh, rich woman who's been there 11 times. Oh, okay, okay. No, the food critic is Janet McTeer. Uh, she's been nominated for an Oscar at least once. She was in Albert Knobs that movie with Glenn Close where everyone everyone. was like, maybe this is the time Glenn Close wins. She did not. She did not win. And neither did Janet
1: McTeer. And and I don't know either of those actresses.
0: Guess what? She's another Brit.
1: (laughs) Not surprising.
0: And so she is a food critic and she's got i guess a magazine i think it's the magazine editor with her
1: yeah the guy is from a magazine and he is there with the critic so that they can like share with this thing like why is he even there i think he is footing the bill yeah because she got the invite but they have to
0: be in pairs right so she has a connection and a magazine her editor, whatever, and all he is there is to be a yes man. Whatever she says, he's like, yes, that's exactly, you're right, that's better. I thought it was this, but you're right, you're so good at this. And she is, again, of the people in this room, she's obviously the one who is trying to understand this experience, but she is ripping in a new one in real time in front of the staff that's the thing that's so fascinating is she's talking shit about the chef in front of Hong Chao's character. Yes. And she is standing right there, and they keep throwing it back in her face. Like, oh, this, this has separated. This emulsion has right. separated. And, and they, it
1: really shouldn't do that at this price point. And they keep throwing it back in her face. Literally. Say, hey, I heard that you didn't like this emulsion thing, so here's another one. And it's a big, like, soup bowl. And then later on in the movie, it's an entire bowl. It's like a giant mixing bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they
0: really take her to task but she even like nicholas Holt's character is going along for the ride for so long she's just like it's theatrics i think they're doing this right. for us specifically it's all acting come on <laughs> the the length of time people are just kind of going with this before
1: they really start to question it, it is fascinating and even the chef says at the at the end of it all you guys should have fought back more like you could have gotten away easily but yeah. now you now you're here so what are you you're going to die. What are you going to say? Right. What are you going to tell the police, the
0: cops, whoever shows up to save you? <laughs> you have no defense. So the last group of
1: people in here, it's just some like, what are they? Finance bros? I mean, I, I, when I was writing my notes, I call them tech bros. Tech bros. Sure. That's the attitude anyway, but there's three of them. And... They are there at the behest of the new owner of the restaurant. It took me a while to kind of put all this together. But the owner of the restaurant is the owner of their company. They're the angel investors who allowed him to stay open, allowed him to stay in the business, and they took over the restaurant basically when the chef lost interest, let's say, in making food.
0: Right, but these three dudes, I don't think have anything to do with that. I think they no. just had a connection to get a table.
1: Well, because the owner is their boss, they got they got in on it, and they're just going to write it off. They're going to expense it, as it were.
0: Right. Also, I find it interesting, and I don't know if you really pinpointed this. I just thought of it. The fact that they're a group of three throws off the numbers because they don't do singles. Right, right. There is one single in this room because of this group of three, and it's his mother. Right. That's why she's sitting there the whole night. He literally has to have 12 people, and that's the only way he's going to get 12. Sure. Because that group of three didn't occur to me why that should bother me until just this very moment. Oh, I got that. (laughs) But it has to be. Why is mom in this room other than I like the symmetry of the nice round number? Well, and and
1: we were also reading the trivia here. There's a lot of like Greek mythology and biblical history and things like that relating to this movie that we can get into here. Number one, it's it's like 12 apostles at the Last Supper. Yeah. Uh, Number one, uh, as they are being led from the boat to the restaurant, there's a goat there. Apparently it's called a Judas goat. Leading them to the slaughter. Leading the the 12 to slaughter. Because the Judas goat is used to take cows who are going to mm-hmm. be killed. Yeah. Take a leading cattle to the slaughterhouse to be slaughtered. To keep them calm. To keep them calm. Yep. Yep. So yeah, there's a lot of this stuff just kind of in the background that you don't really think about.
0: Well, and it's all like buried in there too. So when she's in his office, she sees that he worked at an, at a restaurant called Tantalus, yep. which is a Greek myth, yep. where Tantalus is punished, where if he reaches for fruit, the branches pull away. If he reaches for water down below, the water pulls away. Mm-hmm. So it's this whole, <laughs> like, you're going to be punished for an eternity because you were a terrible person. Right. And that's just, like, a couple of things. I'm sure there are so many more. Like, the thing with His investor, he's an angel investor. He goes on the tear about fallen angels where he literally harnesses him up, puts some angel wings on him, and drowns Drowns him him. in front of everybody. Yeah. Yeah, there's some dark shit in this because as they start killing themselves and everyone around them, it gets more and more intense. So, like, one of the courses is... He was hitting on the sous chef and right. he allows the sous chef to make the presentation. He doesn't actually present this. Right. So he gives her 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 say and she says he was hitting on me. Mm-hmm. I said no. He was hitting on me. I said no. Finally, he stopped hitting on me and he wouldn't look me in the eye and ignored me completely for eight months. Right. So she gets to stab him in the leg. And then she hugs him <laughs> because this is a fucking cult. <laughs> and that one leads to all of the men must flee. They must run. You get a 45 second head start.
1: Right. And I just don't understand why they even did that in the first place. Other than the fact that men are bad. I, yeah. I really wish they had elaborated on this particular thing. Like what or was maybe, the point of that?
0: Maybe there was going to be but because that like he was clearly going to say something he said if the staff catches you but then one of the guy takes off right so i don't really know if it was just more of a punishment like we're going to make these men run and the women get a reward maybe but the only but then the man who was last to be found he got a special treat <laughs> <laughs> yep. all right so one of the other characters that we have not talked about yet is hong Chao. so she is the welcome committee i guess she is the person who is taking care of the guests she's the first one to greet them she walks them around the island and gives them a tour she explains the experience when they need something she is there she says are you having trouble finding your seat while they're all bleeding and screaming? <laughs> uh-huh. She is intense and incredible and i get why so many people were going on about
1: her she's one of the best parts of this movie and maybe the best line in the movie is when she's talking to the to the bros and they're complaining about hey there's no fucking bread here can you just please get get us some bread here to go along with our our butter and oil and she leans over and whispers you will eat less than you desire but more than you deserve Because he's human garbage. Yeah. And she knows it because they have done fucking
0: extensive research and background on all of these people Mm -hmm. as part of the experience to throw in their face. You are terrible and we know you're
1: terrible. Yeah. And here's fucking proof. And we're going to print on all of the tortillas yeah well, tortillas. What, what, why you are here
0: that was the one thing i knew was her singular pronunciation of the word tortillas yes everybody was
1: obsessing over that single word and <laughs> everybody of course the joke is everybody saying well what is this it's a tortilla <laughs> it's a tortilla you put food in it right and you eat it <laughs> you, you eat this but what's of course, your problem but of course printed on it is all of the like financial records of the company that they work for uh of the older couple it is photos of the man cheating on his wife with other women yep with nicholas holt it is a it's actually photos of him taking photos at the thing and with john leguizamo it's a picture
0: of his terrible movie (laughs) it's
1: the poster of his fucking movie i think that's it
0: I think that's it, yes. But, oh, and then all the restaurants that... Um,
1: yeah, the Food Critic. The Food Critic. It's all the restaurants in- that went out of business because she wrote bad reviews of them.
0: She single-handedly yeah. killed the restaurant. God! With I, her review. I, I love that. I don't love that somebody can have that amount of power to do that. No. The I,
1: people cared I'm, that much. I'm just... I love the fact that they threw it in their face like that. That's oh, of what course. I'm
0: saying. Yeah, and... Because they are consummate professionals, Hong Chao is like, that is what this is. Right. This is what is happening. Yeah. Enjoy your food. And she never breaks. Like when Anya Taylor-Joy gets up and she's ready to leave because she's being scolded and doesn't like it. Right. She's like, may I help you? Where do you need to go? The bathroom? It's right over here. Mm-hmm. What's behind that silver door? Something very special. <laughs> like <she's just laughs> Constantly. In character in her mode doesn't matter like when the husband and wife are trying to leave and they won't let them leave he says i'm gonna handle this and she asks him how are you going to handle this with your left or right hand with
1: what hand will you handle this yep decide oh you won't decide we will decide for you and the left hand and the ring finger
0: and she has them chop off his finger and when his ring falls to the floor and it's covered in blood and he is gushing blood everywhere. She just picks it up and calmly hands it to his wife and says, Your husband's ring. Your husband's ring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and of course they do that because of his infidelity. And we find out kind of during this entire thing, like Margot and him had a previous, uh, let's just say relationship. A rendezvous. Yeah. An arrangement.
0: Like, I don't think they met except for the one time.
1: You're right. And What they describe is, okay, he hired her so that, oh God, he hired her to be in the room with him while he jerks off, while she tells him that he's a good person.
0: And call him dad.
1: Yeah. And there's
0: kind of a line where his wife says something, she looks like
1: Claire. Right. Their daughter. And they say our Claire. They don't say daughter. They They just say our Claire. Yeah. She looks like our Claire. And I don't know if that's
0: because there's something going on. They they really don't get into it. They like, really don't. Is she dead? Is she gone? Is she just out of their lives? Did, or is it
1: just a coincidence? Did the daughter disown her own parents because of what happened between her and her, the, the father? Or is I it, don't know. Or is
0: it that nothing happened? They're just really bad parents. And she's out there somewhere and everything's fine. But dad's a terrible person.
1: Sure. I'm going to go with he's a terrible person no matter what. I'm going to say both of them are terrible enough because they both die and she's just an enabler. I don't know. That is the one
0: person in this room that has a little bit of a question mark and it's Judith Light because it just kind of seems like she is in a bad marriage and she's sort of at the short end of the stick.
1: Uh, I would say moreover. Well, number one, Betsy, uh, She didn't remember any of the dishes. Of the 11 times that they've been there, she didn't remember anything.
0: I assume it's because she gets dragged along with her dumbass husband, who also doesn't
1: care. She also enjoys the status of being this rich bitch but who gets the, to go out to the not, fancy restaurant.
0: She's never portrayed in this movie as a rich bitch. She's just miserable with her husband and sad about their daughter. Like, she doesn't have a whole lot of development. And I just... I was left going, okay, she's probably the least bad of everybody else. I'm not arguing she's good. I'm just saying... Of everyone she's the least bad.
1: There might be some more information here that maybe got cut maybe I'm I'm th- hoping that it's that. okay but I think that's all of the the, the, the main people here. Uh, there's also this cadre of all of the other chefs in the kitchen and they're all like fucking almost military mi- militaristic wise where as soon as he claps they stand in at attention and listen to exactly what he's saying and says yes chef no chef. Which, by the way, I have heard people on the internet start talking like this, saying, yes, chef. Instead of saying chief or sir or anything like that.
0: I mean, that's a pretty standard thing for a restaurant like it this. Is. It is. Well, and we are also in the age of the bear being yeah, a thing.
1: That's maybe where it's I coming from. I think that's
0: probably where it's coming from. Because I think on that show, they all call each other chef. That's right. Um, <laughs> we haven't watched it, guys. We have said it
1: many times. We don't watch a lot of TV. We don't watch television. Anyway, um, we also are introduced... To Jeremy. I think around the the third course.
0: I think, yes, it's Jeremy's mess or the mess. It's
1: the mess. So Jeremy gets introduced and before that they lay out a tarp and I immediately think, oh God, what the fuck is this tarp going to be? Yeah. And this is before it all gets all really fucked up.
0: I kind of figured... That either he was going to be stabbed or something was going to happen to a human on that spot. Right.
1: There's going to be blood involved at the very least. Right.
0: They're putting down a tarp and then at the end It's also garnished. It is. There's beautiful like lilacs or some (laughs) shit on the
1: ground. Yes. So Jeremy gets up there and the chef is basically talking him up, but also dressing him down. Well, he says he's good. He's even very good, but he'll never be but great. But he's, he's not great, and he'll never be great. And he knows it. He wants my job. He wants all this, but he'll never get it. Right, Jeremy? Right, Chef. Yep. So what you're saying is you don't like your life. No, Chef.
0: And you don't want to be me.
1: And you don't want my life.
0: You don't want my life. No, you, Chef. Which
1: you could say a couple of different ways. You don't want to kill me and take my job. Yeah, I, that, that line is open to that's interpretation. how I took that. Because at that point, I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. And I was open to anything.
0: It also kind of felt like you said, there is an environment where all of these people could be very, very disgruntled and try to kill this man. They're on an island. Yes. There's only two ways this ends. It's they kill him or they all follow him and kill themselves. (laughs) And they unfortunately choose the letter.
1: Yes. So Jeremy is up there and yeah. He uh, puts a gun in his mouth.
0: Yeah, when they pulled the plastic in front of the kitchen so mm-hmm. as not to splatter blood on their next
1: course. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just wrap him up and carry him away. Right. It's, it's like it's been done a hundred times where, okay, we got the, the sheet to pull over here and he shoots himself. He falls, you wrap him up in the tarp, you pull the plastic back and you move on. And listen, that is the first really fucked up thing that happens
0: but there are little hints at it throughout this movie up to this point if you're really paying attention two of them i caught in particular one of them the old dutch angle yep when they got to course number two or maybe it was the introduction for course number three they're out like every time it says course one there's like beach footage it's just like outdoorsy shit and one of them it's like this very dramatic ...angle on the water. Yeah. But the other one, and this one is really quick and really subtle, but I'm almost positive I saw it. When they first get to the restaurant... And she turns around, and she's watching them close the door. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they use the vertigo effect, where oh. they're moving in and zooming out, or maybe moving out and zooming in. I'm sure. still not fully sure how I, that effect I get what works, you're saying. but yeah, it's just like a second where it looks like that effect is happening, which is kind of an ominous movie camera trick. It now. is.
1: It is, and I mean, you could say that. Okay, you're on an island. You can't get off. You're going into a building you've never been in before. You're with a bunch of people you've never uh, been around before.
0: And everyone is pretty suspicious of her from the beginning because it's like, oh, and you're so-and-so. Oh, you're not not
1: so-and-so. Oh, okay. Yeah, and all the times that he pulls her away to have a little private conversation with her saying, you know... You're not who you're supposed to be. You're throwing off this entire menu because the person who was supposed to be here would have been, number one, deserving to be killed. Who the hell knows who his ex-girlfriend is? Someone terrible. I guess. Someone who deserves to die? I I don't fucking know, but... Yeah, he, he knows Margo
0: isn't her name, and he knows right. she's not from Grand Island, Nebraska. Sure. And he just needs to know where she fits, because everybody needs to have their place, mm-hmm. and everybody... And even after they know she isn't the person they expected, they say, you'll sit in her chair. Sure. Like, they keep bringing up this person we don't know and aren't going to meet. It's just kind of a weird thing
1: where they're just like, we don't know how to pivot. We don't do improvisation very well. Even when she's back in his office and they're talking, he's saying, okay, it doesn't, you have to decide whether you're with us or with them, but it doesn't matter because she's still going to die. Either way, you're going to die. It's just, how do you want to die? Right. But then again, the real thing that saves her is... She took the initiative to go over to his cabin where he lives, and she discovers there's a replica of the restaurant where he lives. That's so weird. It's just the same space twice, or it's it's really just the same space from a different angle and different lighting.
0: Well, the way they filmed it, the way they filmed it. That's yeah. what I'm talking. About.
1: That's what I'm talking about. But she infiltrates his own his his living space and. It's again, it's like a concrete room with like a few things on the wall. There is a bed in there. There is a bed in but there. But that suggests
0: this man, he is metaphorically and literally sleeping in his restaurant.
1: Yes. He's, he's just, he's lives it. He That's lives his it. life. But she finally finds a th- a, a photo or a, a newspaper clipping of him as a young man who was working in a burger joint and He was happy. He was smiling. At no other time in this entire thing, even when he was photographed for this other magazine or newspaper or something, he's not smiling. When he's making a burger, he's doing it with love. Which is what got her back in there and saying, you know what? I fucking hate your food. I want to send it back and I want something different. You're not good at this. You're making me sad. You're not making this with love. You are obsessed Yuck. Just like Nicholas Holt was, you're obsessed with this food, you're obsessed with this restaurant, you're obsessed with us, all your your patrons. I want you to make something with love. I want you to make me a cheeseburger. And I, again, had heard of the cheeseburger. I, ha- I had heard about a cheeseburger. I
0: figured it was how the movie ended. Like, we weren't going to get to it until the very end. And mm-hmm. we're close to the end yeah. at that point. But she gets him to go into the kitchen mm-hmm. himself. He makes it himself. He's not yeah. usually preparing the food. He's there. He's supervising. He might be putting touches on it, but he has got like the balls of meat. He is smashing them down. He's and, cutting those onions. And he
1: asks her, "How do you want it? You want it?" She says, "Medium with cheese." And like none American of American the- cheese. American cheese, and he says, "It's the perfect cheese for a cheeseburger because it doesn't split. It doesn't do all the things that other cheeses do." Yep. And she says, I don't want any of this other like weird, b- fancy bullshit. Just make me a goddamn cheeseburger.
0: And fries. And fries. Crinkle fries. How much
1: is that going to run me? $9.95.
0: <laughs> I also love the touch that it is served on a faux paper plate. Right. It is a real plate, but it has the crinkled edges Yeah, it's of the a crinkled edges plate. and it's
1: kind of folded up like, uh Yeah.
0: But it takes her scolding him, basically, and telling him that she's not happy and just speaking up. Right. And not taking any of the bullshit that, you're right, he kind of snaps out of it for just
1: enough. Yeah, and he was enjoying himself making that burger. He
0: smiled. Right. Just a little bit in the corner of his mouth. Right. But he was happy for just a moment. And she
1: gets to leave. She's like, can I leave? I, I, I would like to leave now. Can I get this to go? Right. My eyes are bigger than my stomach. I took one bite of my burger and asked, "I could I get this to go? And he says, of course. Let, just just a moment. And he goes back, puts her burger in a little, in a little doggy box, gives her her gift bag, yeah. which I don't know what the fuck is in the gift bag.
0: This is what it's a rich people thing, because no matter where you go, there's a goodie bag.
1: I guess I've never been to a fancy enough place to get to, to get a gift bag.
0: They're usually obscene, especially if you're pay, paying twelve fifty for a head. Oh fuck! But yeah, she gets her food
1: to go. She, she pays for it. She puts she a ten. She puts a ten on the table. Cash. Cash.
0: <laughs> and he lets her leave, and meanwhile, everyone else has to stay. Right. But that's the thing. It's the difference between her and them. If you want to yes. divide them up, yes, is it's the thing he said. You could try harder to leave, but even they are sucked into his cult of madness and they don't try anything. They're not strong enough, smart enough,
1: willing enough to even attempt to leave. And even when Coast Guard man comes in, they don't, only one of them actually does something surreptitiously on a piece of paper and says, help us. But it's not until, I don't even know what the trigger was to have everybody saying, oh, it's him, it's him, it's him. When the guy
0: pulls out a gun and it looks like they might actually be rescued. Sure. But up until this point, they're all trying to use their power and their money. Do you know who I work
1: for? Right. We can. You know you, we have money. You know we have money. Tell us how much you want and you'll get it.
0: Yeah, that's how you solve problems when you're rich. How much money do you want? Throw yeah. money at
1: it. Throw money at it and everything will be fine.
0: Meanwhile, they're all slapping down credit cards at the end. She throws down a, cr- a crunchy old $10 bill <laughs> and she gets to leave. Right. But the coup de grace, if you will, is the dessert. Oh
1: God, I love this.
0: I really would love to make myself a marshmallow cape and a chocolate fez <laughs> and just wear it to a Halloween party oh, next God. year. Because it's so fucking listen, fun it was it this movie came out too late for Halloween. That's right. It got it got popular too late for Halloween 2022. <laughs> it's not too late for me to do this in 2023. <laughs> I could make a marshmallow cake. <laughs> <laughs> that is within the realm of my crafting ability. Right.
1: And I, I don't know exactly how to do a chocolate fez <laughs> or I don't know how you would integrate the graham cracker to it. I would figure it out, Trent, or I'll just make people follow me around and
0: like spread crumbs on the floor. But there's this overhead shot where they're setting it all up and they're doing the plated meal where they're doing this intricate pattern and there's white chocolate and they swirl it and there's Mm -hmm. dark chocolate and they swirl it. And meanwhile, this group of people has just
1: accepted that they're going to die. Right. Everybody's coming around with these marshmallow capes and they're just letting it happen. And they light them up. The (laughs) bitches (laughs) go and they turn on the gas and
0: everyone is just like, yes, chef. Yes.
1: (laughs) And that's the end as Margot is on the boat, just having the rest of her cheeseburger and wiping her mouth with the menu.
0: I was genuinely concerned by the end that there was going to be a simultaneous explosion, that the boat was going to go up. Like, he was just going to let her leave because it didn't matter. The boat was rigged. Like, it's not that kind of movie,
1: but a part of me thought that we could go there. No, not with a character like hers. Because, again, she is a pure soul in, in this parlance because she hasn't wronged anybody. She goes, she is in the service industry. She's
0: earning that money. Yeah.
1: However, you... Feel about
0: what she does for a living she probably makes more money than you and she doesn't honestly right
1: she's not lying about what she does
0: the tech bros be skimming money and transferring it to the cayman islands and they've got the proof
1: right (laughs) well in their case they have
0: they have the tortillas of truth (laughs) (laughs)
1: in their case i think they said they're charging for services that are not being delivered
0: Is that what it was? Yeah, it
1: was like hidden fees included in things where the companies that they're billing are just paying it. A forty thousand dollar toilet for NASA. Well, that that kind of thing. It's more like a whole bunch of extra line items Mm -hmm. that they're just adding in there and just hoping that the companies that they're invoicing is are going to pay it. You should know something about this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. With your, with your new job. Yeah, it's
0: a lot of tracking down invoices and yes. lining up numbers and going, wait a wait second. Wait a
1: minute. What's this $1,250 for, for
0: a restaurant? <laughs> what asshole went to a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we just about covered what we wanted to cover. One thing we didn't touch on yet was the fact that Tyler, it's revealed that he actually knew they were all going to die at the end of the night, which makes so much more sense why he's so fucking calm and yeah. just enjoying himself. Even when people are sticking guns in their mouths and people are being stabbed, he's just like, wow, what an experience. Right.
1: And I'm just getting my money's worth and I'm just eating everything that is put in front of me. In fact, down to the point where when the, when the chef comes over to talk to him, to confront him, he has his mouthful of food as he's as he's talking to the chef with his mouthful, and he even says, "Yeah, could you please just swallow first?
0: It's also the dish he wasn't supposed to have because it's right after they come in from being chased through the woods, That's right? And the women were getting a course, right? Separate that the from the men, men don't get, and right. he's like, "I'll just take that. Give me that." Right? And he's shoveling it in his mouth because he wants it so bad. So he really is a terrible person because he knew this in advance right. that he was going to die here. Right. But because he is so serious about this restaurant and getting in and his date wasn't available, yeah. he hired an escort
1: knowing she would die. Yeah, and Margot, when she finds this out, just fucking lunges at him, punches him in the face. Rightly so. But it's OK because 10 seconds later, he gets taken right. down and deals with himself. Yeah, and along with that, I just wanted to point out all of the, the little interstitials where it's kind of like the chapter markers for every single dish where it is like the menu where it has all of the different ingredients for all of the different dishes and the name of it, like Man's Folly is a certain thing and The Mess is another th- certain thing and the final thing is the ingredients of... A s'more, you know, chocolate, graham crackers, marshmallows, but also customers, staff, and a restaurant. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> All included in the in the entire thing. I just love those little touches.
0: Well, and the way that they film those specific things in between. So, like, they yeah. introduce the first course, and it's clearly done on, like, a soundstage where it's beautifully lit, sure. and there's, like... F- fog rolling through Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and it just is completely separate from the rest of the movie the food is
1: existing on its own plane well it's like the things that you would see on a cooking show or commercial or something like that where it is like where the food is shot very very well from above with a really high quality camera and it's just shot beautifully But then as you go on, as you go on, it just starts to get more fucked up until we get to the dish that Tyler makes with the lamb that they call Tyler's bullshit.
0: It's just thrown on a plate. It's falling (laughs) over. It's terrible. Oh, that was great. (laughs) Uh, The one last thing I wanted to mention was just the fact that when Chef takes down the critic... And the guy who is with her, specifically the guy who is with her, Uh he calls him a buttress. That is such a smart insult. And I don't think I've ever heard anyone use that word that way. But I loved it just because he says it so matter of (laughs) fact. You
1: are a buttress. Which, if you are not a human dictionary like we are sometimes, uh, it is a thing that is used to what, like hold together- Support cathedrals. Yeah, it is a support structure of a lot of different things. So a buttress could be like, hey, you're down in a mine and you want to make sure that the mine doesn't cave in on you. You have to put in buttresses. Yeah. But Trent, do you have any other final things you wanted to touch on before we wrap this one up? Just the fact that Tyler is a complete asshole. He is. To his date. He just all around. Well, just all around, but especially to his date, because he is just expecting her to go along with everything, to really like everything, to take all of his bullshit about all these fancy things that she is clearly not into. And when at about the second or third course, where she's just not really into anything, he is just straight up insulting her and calling her a child. And it's at that moment where I knew, okay. Okay, this is not like a relationship. These people have not been together.
0: Well, he also just can't grasp why people wouldn't love this. I love this. Why don't you love this? That too. But realistically, if you look around that room, those people are there because they can afford to be. Not because any of them actually want to be there. The bros just want some bread and don't understand why they won't be given bread. The rich people have been there 11 times and they haven't been able to produce one name of
1: one dish they have consumed there. And sometimes rich people are just like that, where it is expected of them that they go to these fancy restaurants and you can say that you were there. Even the tech bros say, oh, I guess we can say that we've been here. That's all. Yeah, it's the weird flex of i could so right, i did right it's in- increasing your reputation which is i guess more important than the actual experience
0: yeah i went to that really exclusive restaurant oh yeah what did you eat there I, I don't know i go there
1: all the time
0: yeah if food i know the chef oh
1: it's just so exquisite i can't even describe it
0: how could you must just you truly you must
1: experience it for yourself right Fucking thirst and howl up in this year. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's all I had. I, I really like this movie. I
0: I kind of genuinely want to turn around and watch it again. <laughs> it's that kind of a movie because yeah. once you've gotten through it, I can tell there's so much more there that I didn't even catch the first time. Mm-hmm. Like when they're serving the tacos. He tells the story about how his dad was attacking his mom and wrapped the telephone cord around her neck. And Mm -hmm. the only way he could stop him was to stab him in the leg with a pair of scissors. Yep. And the chicken is served on a coiled up telephone cord. It is a thigh. A chicken thigh. I didn't even notice the telephone cord, though. I didn't either. Because you're so distracted by the little gold scissors stuck in there. And the way he just... Casually explain this story while his mother is like drunk in a corner. Taco night. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. (laughs) In Waterloo, Iowa. Yeah. Which is also a nice touch because, of course, Waterloo is the location of Napoleon's last stand. But anyway,
1: that's. That's uh, another story for
0: another day. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't
1: think it's a coincidence that that's no, the name of
0: the town he is no. from. And
1: I, I, uh, we might also watch no, the actual Napoleon movie later on this year. Oh, God. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see.
0: All right. Well, I think
1: that's going to be it for this one. We would
0: love to hear from you. What did you think about this movie, The Menu, or any of the other movies that we neglected to cover from 2022 that maybe we should watch? You can email us neverseenitpod at gmail.com. We have one such email from not a super fan, but from a new contributor. It's Seth. And he sent us an email called Kingdom of the Crystal Network. I think this is about two movies we recently watched, Trent. Uh huh. He says, run to your windows, open them up, and say, my name is Betsy, and my name is Trent, and this is Never Seen It. <laughs> just finished your episode on network and I was glad to hear you were both equally as blown away as I was when I first saw it. Yeah, that
1: is an understatement.
0: Lumet was such a talent when it came to directing monologues and every character in this movie delivers a monologue that in a lesser film would be the standout scene. Yeah, everybody has their moment to shine. It's all great. As someone that loves to feel bad, seventies <laughs> American cinema is my favorite. Well then you can
1: give us some good recommendations then.
0: You you can be our our source of knowledge for this area that we are admittedly very lacking in. Yeah. But who wants to talk about a masterpiece when Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is on the table? (laughs) Just rewatched this last night to prep for guesting on a different show, and while I was hoping time would make this better, it definitely has not. This movie is silly CG nonsense and deserves to be forgotten. That's right, forgotten. Thanks for the giggles, regular fan, Sethany.
1: Thank you, (laughs) Sethany!
0: That's Seth to you, not Sethany. Yes. Thank you, Seth, for the email. We would love to hear from all of you, like Seth and Stephanie and all our other contributors, but you don't have to be a regular contributor. You could be a
1: one-timer. You could be a brand new one. We would love to hear your thoughts. You can even be anonymous if you want. You don't <gasps> oh have gosh. to you don't have to create a, a pithy, uh, made-up name like Stephanie. You could use a name from one of the movies we just watched. Your name is Marco.
0: We'll, we'll look forward to your email at neverseenapod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you,
1: Dr. Jones.
0: You can also find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We have not left into threads yet, guys. It's one too many platforms
1: for us for the time being. We're just waiting to see when the dust settles who's left.
0: Who's in the fight to be the best. <laughs> uh, best. Uh, come on. In the fight to continue to uh, exist.
1: There you go. <laughs>
0: the only option around uh you can follow us on there and if you want to just send us a message on any of those platforms you sure can we respond to all of those yeah, messages. W- whether
1: whether we read it on the show or not we see everything we appreciate everything so whatever you want to send our way do it
0: unlike this movie gratuity is not included in the price of admission <laughs> you
1: gotta pay goddamn <laughs> So So
0: you can support the show by clicking the link in the podcast description But most of all, we would love if you would go to your podcast app of choice, rate us five stars, and leave us a review. It helps expose us to other listeners so that people can discover this podcast.
1: Inflict us upon your friends.
0: Yeah, do it. And as we've been asking recently, if you could check us out on Spotify, we are trying to grow our numbers over there. If you're not already using that app. Hop over there, listen to the podcast on that for a little while. Yeah,
1: subscribe to us over there, listen to an episode or two. We're just trying to get some more traffic over there. You can continue on your normal platform of choice. We just need to goose our numbers over there for a bit. We would appreciate
0: all of your efforts in this matter. Please. So that is going to be it for the menu. We've got a few more episodes left in July. They're all still random. Yep. And then, uh, you know, we're going to be doing a series pretty soon here, Trent. August, we're bringing back a classic. Oh, interesting. Yes. So it's a series we've done before. Yes. Well, you'll have to go back to our episodes from previous years and see if you can figure out what that is. We'll give you more hints as we get closer. Yeah. But for now... This has been Never Seen It. I'm Betsy. And I'm Trent. And we'll see you next time. Tip your waiters.